eight, my friend, because we are L I V E live. L. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to um, the third <laughs> age of bridge magnets. Yeah, season. Um, it's May today, which is so confusing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go on, do it. Pinch, punch, first day of the month, no return, white rabbit. Father Christmas just walked past. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't. I thought that was like a new flavour of the rhyme. I was like, Father Christmas is going to not bring you toys if you <laughs> What is the white rabbit? That means you can't, you really can't return. Yeah, okay. So definitely no returns then. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just reinforcing the no returns. Yeah, in my household, um, you could you can return unless you say white rabbit. I just don't know where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, I think you have to like get someone to say your name three times. But you can't talk. So like if it happened at my school, then you just look at your friend and be like and they'd be like, oh, Alex Gallagher, Alex Gallagher, Alex Oh no. That's... No, I'm talking about something completely different, though. <laughs> that's, no, yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's, um, uh, Jinx. Oh, yeah, Which it punch. is. Okay, sorry. I'm an old person, sorry. It was about 300 years ago that I was at primary school, so. Also, you can finally see our faces, for those of you on Instagram, and today is the day that I decided, what's the point of putting on makeup? <laughs> Because no one can see us anyway. So thank you to the sun and the weather and the lighting conditions. I you really can see it. every single little flaw, every little... It's very annoying. ...doodah, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just, you know, of unexpected. Today would yeah. be the day you can see our faces. And potentially this will mean that for our viewers on Instagram... Um, we can get a little bit more real with you. Yeah, seen we're stripping back. <laughs> We'll title it something like, something clickbaity, you know, like YouTubers do. Stripping back Instagram versus reality. <laughs> Let's just clarify, we won't be stripping back. No, that's what it's called, isn't it? Stripping back to the... Spot. Yeah, but we won't be taking our clothes off. I didn't say stripping, I said stripping. Yeah, yeah, but okay. that's kind of the joke I was trying to oh, make. Oh, right. That's fine, <laughs> just dump truck that one out of the way. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave because there's no point. She's just gonna factually check everything I say. Sorry. Um, can I have some coffee, please? Go on then. Ding, ding, ding. Oh my god. Oh dear. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's start things off. I we've made notes. This morning I did. Okay. I made notes. <laughs> Really in advance last night. <laughs> um, Ouch. So, <laughs> just, I actually, this is, she just wants this to be her show now, doesn't she? That's fine. Sorry, I'll shut up. Carry on. Um, looks good. I haven't had a pressed coffee in ages. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. You okay? I'm gonna just put this here. That's a good idea. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna... So I wrote, first day of May, 
yes, yes, yes. Wahoo. <laughs> Uh, Month of the Bull, uh, the Taurus, and Emeralds. Um, I've written in quotation marks, pinch punch, I'm going to say the months just in case I forgot, but you did that, you took care of that. Um, now, some facts about the month of May for you. <gasps> Oh wow, okay. I don't think we've ever been no, that's on here for the first day of a month, so let's go for it. Right, did you know the word May comes from the Latin word maeus? Um, I did know that. Oh, you knew that, brilliant, okay. Uh, and, it, and it's, so it's named after the Greek goddess of growth. So growth is the theme this month, but contradictionally, contradictionally, <laughs> That's not a word. Contradictory. Contradictory to that. Ovid, the poet, suggested it came from the word... Ovid. Fucking hell. I don't know. I know, I'm just... I'm not I'm not correcting you because it's bad. Also, can I just note that literally no one is I don't... I, it's not for the people. <laughs> this is for us more than anything. I know. It's just I don't think that's ever happened before. It's good. It takes pressure off. <laughs> It'll be on Spotify, won't it? So... Facebook. The, we got rejected from Apple Podcasts. Did we? Yeah. Dory listened to it and they were like, those girls do not know how to research a topic. No, it's because um, we we swear in it and I forgot to say that it was explicit. My bad. I, know, I, don't know how to re- I don't know how to rectify that either. I tried to like resubmit it and it wouldn't let me. So. Oh, who cares? Apple Music is inferior anyway. <laughs> Which Ooh. means that it's users our shit. Which is you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, Ovid. Uh, the poet suggested that it came from the word mayores, uh, which means elders, which I'm feeling right now. Mm. I'm feeling that uh, elderliness. Yeah. Um, I should clarify, May is our birthday month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which is why I've gone into this depth. If it's September, who the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no. And our birthdays are the day after each other. Well, not the day after each other, because that would just continue forever, but... <laughs> They're, they're consecutive within the month. Um, so elders. So we're growing. We're old. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe so far. Back in the day, and this website didn't specify when that was, um, May was called uh, the month of three milkings. Um, <laughs> That's really interesting that May is... Oh, God, this is a really annoying thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. That's really interesting that May is elder... Because when I was studying the Merchant Sale Chaucer <laughs> at A-level, one of the points was that it's May and January. They're the two characters' names. And the whole point is that January is, like, old and That's disgusting. why you know that, then. Yeah, yeah. It's not common knowledge. No, 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 no. But January's, like, the old dude that marries May, who's young and full of things. Right. But the fact that May is... There you go. That's just you know, that's food for thought. Yeah. Anyone who studied it... Um, Jesus Christ. You look lovely, so shush. Um, I look like an elder. <laughs> That's in keeping an with elder the... tree. <laughs> my favourite trees. Okay. So month of three milkings is how I'm going to be <laughs> referring to this month. Oh my God, because it's like... No, don't worry. What do you think? Why, why do you think that is? No, no. I, d- I don't. Right. That was not what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. 
So just. I was just gonna say because we also know someone who's. The day so before three week. consecutive days. Well, I know someone the day before that person. So okay. well, that, that week, it. there's four. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize where you're going with that. Okay. <laughs> um. <clears throat> and it's because we could. <laughs> so into this because I've actually researched <laughs> went on one website and just wrote down facts anyway um if anyone's got a cow um you can <laughs> you can milk her three times um a day in May apparently which oh, just in May only in May apparently so well otherwise every month would be the month of three milkings why it? May then is that because they're like properly prime ready? time I reckon they've had the babies haven't they in Easter in mm-hmm. spring, and now they're breastfeeding. I mean, let's not even get into the morals of um <laughs> Oh, see this little, this little sweetheart, this little cow here. She gets milked three times a day in May. I don't know if that's a thing, but that's why it's called that. Um, so thankfully for Nelly, <laughs> we've got backstage. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going gonna, with that then. <laughs> she's gonna be going for a for a spin today three times so buckle up lass um i always wanted to milk a cow but i don't think i do now it's only because i wanted to live out my cottage core dream yes <laughs> yes um wow your notes are so legit they're not i just um there's there's just two more there's two more for you um it's a bad omen to get married in May. So big problems for us there, isn't it? Sorry, everyone. Yeah, God, but you're going to have to wait a... until June for the merry day. <laughs> no can do. We can elope, but... <laughs> I don't want to, so it's fine. Um, and the phrase is, marry in May and you'll rue the day. Um, and then from Seven Brides to Seven Brothers, it says, oh, they say... When you married June, you're a bride all your life. That is true of my parents. I can't. They got married in June, and my mother is uh. still a bride. <laughs> As in, they're still married. <laughs> She's never taken her wedding dress off. Oh my god, that was weird. Wasn't yeah, it? that went in a bit of a different direction. Uh, there's still more. Yeah, there's still more. There's one which, this is a bit of a throwaway, this is a bit shit one. Everyone knows this, but it was like, did you, this website was like, did you know um, that May the 4th actually holds a lot of weight for Star Wars fans? Because it's, it's like, May the 4th be with you. Uh, that's a bit of a shit one, actually, so we'll just move on. Well, considering neither of us are Star Wars fans. Wait, are you a Star Wars fan? No, exactly. I've so not seen it. We can't get too excited no. about that fact. No. Uh, I know, I know. Um, oh, okay, here we go. Here we fucking go. Right. Sorry, this won't be accepted for Apple Music, will it? <laughs> it is said that those born in May have a greater chance of being more successful in life and experience more love. So, well, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's lovely. Yeah, May I mean, the best month. There's absolutely no factual <laughs> support for any of these facts. I don't think... <laughs> it was hashtag the fact site. 30, that is... 30 facts about that my That is factual support, then. 
if the fact site says it, it's a fact, you know? Well, yeah, I mean... Let's just take it. Okay, okay. cool. So... And uh, who needs evidence to say that May is the best month? May is the best month. And the people in it are the best, but they can't get married. But they can but why milk want... their cows three times. No, no. People who are born in May can get married. They just can't get married in May. Yes. So you wouldn't get married... Why would you have to get married in May if you were born in May? Because I want to co-align all big things oh, in my life with your birthday. one day. Right. I want to celebrate Christmas, you know, <laughs> Easter, everything. We can allot 20 minutes to each holiday. That would be really... Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, dong, merrily on high. Hosanna in excelsis. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. For she is a jolly good fellow. For she is a jolly... Give me some more. I don't know anything on this. No, I'm actually uh, not going to give you any more because... <laughs> Valentine's Day, I don't know. Ugh. But, yeah, that's, <laughs> not, that's, that's not on the same level as Christmas. But we experience it? more love, so apparently... Apparently. I'm more successful in life. That's true. Hold us to that. You'll see us in 15 years and we'll be successful. Really? That's what it says on the tin. So. so that's it, basically. That was a very energy-full intro. I love it. Thank you. Fantastic. And that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait till we give you facts about June. Um... <clears throat> um <laughs> So, <clears throat> we should do the normal... Hi, we're Fridge Magnets. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, sorry. No, no. Really that is fantastic. <laughs> that comes first. Hi. <laughs> we're Fridge Magnets. Oh, I don't have the thing, but we can just make it up. Hi, we're Fridge Magnets. We talk about what we want, when we want, and what we like. Because, um... Hence the name Fridge Magnets. It allows for spontaneity, you know? Something like that. That's yeah, something along those lines. Something along those lines. I'm Alex. I'm Rachel. And together... <laughs> <laughs> we think that if you gave us £200,000 for 7% of the company, <laughs> oh. that we could really get something going here. Yeah, we could. We, we are famous guys okay because when i was looking at my statistics on every so often i like to go into the you know inside the ego yeah mm -hmm. just you know because occasionally i'm like okay well i'm going to click on it today and it's going to say that we've got 30 million <laughs> listeners currently we have 30 listeners <laughs> um but that's okay they're like 30 dedicated that's, listeners that's which fantastic. i think is fantastic some of those people are in germany and in America. New Jersey specifically. And Texas. And Texas. Right, okay, so if you're listening to this and you are listening in Germany. It's Hess. 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 Okay, <laughs> right. Well, sorry that we butchered that. They're now going to log out of it, aren't they? I really tried there. Hess. I've heard of it. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, if you're listening in Germany, New Jersey, or Texas. There's another one then as well, I think it's Washington. Washington, okay. This is your call to message us, actually. Okay, sorry, that was really weird. That was really weird. Mary Poppins on steroids there, sorry. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to say is, 
if we're having a bit of an inception moment and you're listening to us talking about you listening to us in your abode in abode Germany. in Germany, Texas, Washington or New Jersey, message us on our Instagram, which is <laughs> um, at, uh, underscore oh, yeah. fridge magnets underscore because just fridge magnets was taken, taken. <laughs> um, and you know that'd be really cool yeah thanks for tuning in um, and if you like it give it a thumbs up no don't do that just um, keep listening I guess that would be lovely um, so you've got lots of lovely notes I basically wrote down um, <laughs> I got bored you can kind of see <laughs> The first one I actually was like, I'm going to write down some, like, um, in, um, what's it called? Stimulus words yeah. that will make me remember. And then that only happened for the first one. <laughs> I didn't even write down. <laughs> anyway. Well, you'll find out soon, won't you? I think it's nice to have a certain level of mm. rough and tumble to this. Yes, because sometimes we've sat there and we've been very, well no, we've never been very organised, but we've mm. had no energy and it's been boring as pig shit. So. And also, <laughs> this cow shit, don't forget to milk three times two. Um, and also, when we were in the studio, which potentially we might be able to get back into, there was a post about that, so that's exciting. Um, we're talking to each other, whereas here, we're talking to these people, which is lovely, but usually you're just listening to us speak to each other. Whereas the setup here is that we're talking to you, which I do think changes yeah. the dynamic because yeah. it's less of a natural setup for a conversation. So we're going to try in this portion of Fridge Magnets to regain that conversational yeah. vibe. And do I think it's beneficial for the podcast slash radio show slash Instagram live situation for our beautiful faces to be seen? Absolutely, yes, I do. Absolutely. I think that's I think that's the main pull. So yeah. that's why we're so popular in New Jersey, I think. Yeah. Uh, and Washington and Texas and, and Germany. Yeah. Just the all of Germany. <laughs> well, actually, no, they're listening on Spotify, so they can't see our faces. <laughs> no. So that's why they Maybe it's it. our soothing voices. We don't need to change it because they've tuned in to you not whispering. So okay. you just commit to what you've already been doing. Okay, fine. Jesus Christ. It's like being in the room with Simon Cowell. It is. Go and watch our first Instagram Live and I am dressed as Simon Cowell. <laughs> Unintentionally. Um, okay, let's get going because we've done a nearly half an hour introduction. Whoa, okay. I don't think it is. I think it's probably more like 20 minutes. Um Okay. Where do you want to start? Okay, let's start with this. Okay, yeah. We've got a lot of energy. wonder why that is. Oh, actually, maybe we end with that. <sighs> no, no, let's start with that. Let's start with that. Yeah, sorry. You missed segue there. Oh, that would have been a really good one, too. I'm going to do it again. What? Oh, my God, guys. Look how much energy we have. And I wonder why that is. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, because everything's opening up again. We've been to the pub, that's why. Which we haven't last time we were doing this. Last time we did this, we haven't been in the pub for four, four months. months. That is a sad day <clears throat> to realise that. Well, I mean, it was a sad few months, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 
we've been on the old stomping ground. We haven't been sharing our love around that much, have we? No. It's been pretty much exclusively the pear tree, which is okay with me. But can I just... The problem I have with the pear tree, okay? Oh, God. Is, Don't say anything. Is okay. nothing that they can help. It is just its location. Because while we're outside and while it's not very warm and it's only warm in the sun, the pear tree is not in the sun from about three o'clock. Like, it's all shade. Which means and that's you get there so sad. <laughs> well, yes. But also, that is... That's such a shame, because yeah. that terrace in the sun would be lovely, but it would it it never will be, will it? No. I, um, Unless you're in the morning, when it's not open. Yeah, I went. I walked past on a Sunday at, like, half two, three, and people were eating food outside, which looked nice. Mm. And that was in sun. But, yeah, as you say, it couldn't last very long. Whereas I walked past Unfang Calms at like six um, and it was in the sun. And, and sometimes that sun is, is very intense, isn't it? Because it's just mm. about to go down. Mm. So it's lovely. We walked past and we're desperate to go Adam and Eve. Oh. Looking fantastic on your riverside walk. So check that out. Um... We've been back to Burners. <laughs> the courtyard is now open, guys, so go, go, go. Yeah. Wildcats. Get your head in the game <laughs> and get a mocker. Um, yeah, we went to Amoretto, which is another one of my faves, but I don't think it's my fave in terms of coffee. I'm rectifying this. Food wise, vibe wise, like what it has to offer is, it's actually a testament to how lovely it is because Mm. I would, I'll still continue to go despite the coffee not being your favourite. Yeah. Um, So that's great that we've been there. Sat in the sun then. Mm hmm. The charity shops are open. Yes. Okay, lovely recommendation for anyone who owns a record player. We went on a bit of a day out to look at going to town basically. Um, and sort of mooch, and we went to the record shop, which is on Magdalene Street, is it? Yeah. And spent ages in there. I literally could have spent all day It there. was delightful. The guy who works there, A, if you're listening, would love to work there too, and B, <laughs> knows a lot of shit about his um, profession. Um, so like we, when we bought um, a record each, he was like telling us about it and well yours had a cool story go on take 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 the stage (laughs) um i bought elton john's goodbye yellow brick road album which is classic um (laughs) and it was there were loads there was loads that i wanted but i was like i can't you know spend my student loan on records um but it was a lovely experience having a look round and like there was a lot of Cilla Black and like, um, I mean Cilla Black's not a niche, but she, he has loads of stuff. Mm. Like you can go in and get like a Whitney Houston album or you can go in and get the Supertramp Paris like. Yeah, or you, yeah, there's loads of stuff. Um, and he had great music playing. So it was mm. like, we were just in there like singing whilst we were picking. Anyway, one of the, vinyls 
um, is one of the last, has the label on it, is one of the last labels that was made in that way. And then they re... So basically... You remember better than I do, I think, actually. So basically, the Yellow Brick Road album is a double album, so there's two records, and each record has a different label, and he was saying that's because they changed their label design, and your album shows the Both. last one ending and then redoing it and putting that and i just think that's like doesn't affect the way it plays doesn't affect anything but if you got it off ebay you wouldn't know no. that like it's just the personal experience of someone who really knows what he's talking mm. about and um i want to say his name was bill but i don't think it was I not, yeah i mean i don't know i don't know sorry mate it's on his <laughs> we'll business come back card. and find out he's also got a little um radio show which we need to tune into yeah, I would tell people to tune into it, but I can't remember what it's called or what radio station it's on. We need to, we'll tag it in the, in the, the, we'll the, 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 the roundup, but um, I like think 60s. he also said that his, his vinyls are available on eBay. Yeah, he's got an eBay shop. But I would say if you're in Norwich, go to the shop, just yeah, for the experience. Yeah, the rummage. I turned that off, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Really, loads of fun. Um, what did you, you? So you bought the Supertramp one. You've already said that, haven't you? We're yeah. just gonna take a slight, just tiny detour. And we're back. Yeah. Oh, the lighting's gone weird again. Yeah, it has. Oh no. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's been fun. We feel rejuvenated, and in having stuff to do and things to walk to and things to buy. To be honest with you things to drink, things to eat. Um, my productivity with my work has improved tenfold. Same. I find it so much easier to do work and get stuff done when I have something else to do. Like the last three months, I haven't been unproductive, but I haven't used my time. Like I've done everything I needed to do, but over a fucking long period of time, like, one thing that should take me two hours took me a week, you know? So, because there, you could always just be like, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it in a minute, I'll do it, you know? Whereas now, it's like, oh no, I'm going to the pub at five, so I need to make sure I've got this much done. Yeah. Or, oh, we want to go somewhere this weekend, so I need to make sure that this is done. Yeah. So, I hope everyone else is finding that. Yeah. Obviously, no pressure if you don't feel ready to. Well, this is what I was going to talk about I definitely feel I think the difficulty is is that when last time when things started opening up I don't know if you feel the same there was this sense of we don't have the vaccine yet we don't know how this is going to work potentially things could close again so I definitely was like I need to just do as much as possible whereas this point of this opening up of things is that it opens and it stays open which I find quite difficult to remind myself because I'm so excited that everything's open but equally like I don't need to do everything right now yeah there's there's the excitement of um things opening up and then the guilt of not doing something mm. every night yeah. you know I've been in for months but like it's not conceivable to have a couple of drinks every night at the pear tree my bank account can't hack it no. and neither can my liver yeah I want to say yeah, yeah. But also, I think 
And to me, a night in now feels the way it used to feel mm-hmm. because it's a choice. Whereas the sort of feeling trapped and like I actually can't go out even if I wanted to, I'm enjoying being like, Do you know what? I feel a bit, you know, tired. Yeah. I've done a lot. You know, I think just putting it out there don't feel like you have to do stuff no the whole point the great thing about now is not everything's open so we get to do everything it's everything's open so if you want to you can that's the great thing and i think like i think i mean i think most people will be but um social anxiety has only been able to fester more throughout the last few months like you know if it was hard to string a conversation together before it's now even more frightening or you know having to worry about getting home afterwards it's something that we've not had to think about for ages like I said to you um we were going to the pub and I was like do you think I'll be warm enough like I haven't had to think about whether I'll be warm enough in ages Mm. but there's all these things which have only been able to breed and now they're rearing their little ugly heads so yeah and it's fine I think there's also, well, for me, the added, well, for us, the added pressure of, like, everything we want to do in Norwich, we need to be doing, you know? And, like, I feel like we're in a lucky position in that kind of everything that I, the core things that I wanted to do before I left, I've done. So now it's just sort of, like, doing them again and just enjoying being here rather than, like, I need to do this before we leave. I need to do this before we leave. There are loads of things I want to do, but it's not that sort of panic I've, uh, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it, which is nice. Yeah. But again, like that doesn't mean that it's bad to do it, have a day where you don't do anything. Because no. also, we do have deadlines. This is yeah. basically this is just me talking to myself, you know, yes. not lecturing anyone else. I'm just trying to persuade myself that a day where I don't go to the pub or a day where I don't see someone is okay. Yeah. But I mean, also, like, we are lucky in that our prominent deadlines are still, like, at least four weeks away. Yeah, we've got quite a good balance in that there's not the rush to get things done over Easter, but equally they're done very soon. They're done... We've got some time afterwards to just enjoy being here, yeah. Although one of my friends finishes uni for good on the 16th. Yes, my friend finishes on the 10th. That is mental. And she's really excited about it. And I'm like, I don't want to go. No, well, she's going back. Like, she's going home. Whoa. That is terrifying. Let's not get into that because there will be real life tears um, that you'll be able to see and you'll be able to hear. No one wants that. We don't talk about the dreaded day. Okay, something I want to talk about. Is there something... uh... (laughs) I can do it. Okay. Go on, do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so annoying. I've had a, two cups of coffee this morning. Okay. I mean, I'm annoying all the time, but it's time. Just go for it. <laughs> what do you do in here? No, I'm just here to settle some business. <laughs> what business is that, mate? Family business. Alright, what family business? Women's business. <laughs> Anyone, any guesses as to what program this is? Okay, we're gonna leave it a bit. Oh, no, we're not. Okay, we're gonna leave it. Any guesses? <laughs> Three, two, one, 
Peaky fucking, fucking blinders. blinders. Oh, that was a bad accent. That was a really bad accent. Sorry. The Brummie is notoriously quite hard. Yay! <laughs> um, I've started watching Peaky Blinders and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, I want to be a Shelby, please. Although I'd be the worst Shelby in the entire world. Someone would be like, go and sort him out, mate. And I'd be like, um, um, what does that mean? Like, sort him out with a cup of tea? Or like, just like, chat? Or what? I really, yeah. I'd be frightened of everything. They'd be like, who are we fucking girl? And I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Where? Where are we going? <laughs> um, but fun, 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 slow motion walking through, you know, street with a cool hat and oh, it's so music. Cool. It's so cool. I can't believe that it started in 2013. What? <laughs> what? That's eight years ago. <laughs> uh, what the hell? What, was, what, what year were we in? We were, we were 14, so in year nine. That feels like years ago. Anyway, it was years ago, so that's good. I wish that just for a moment we could splay this with pictures of us in year nine because you'd see how far we've come. I yeah, know that sometimes it, it looks like this is the bare minimum. Yeah. This is a major improvement on yeah. what we look like. And I look like I'm haunting Thomas Shelby in his dreams. Um... <laughs> yeah, what's happened? I don't understand. It was so good. Oh well. Oh, yeah, I'll just sit like that. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I so I've watched all of Peaky Binders. Um, that's on. They're filming season six at the moment, which oh gosh, that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> um, yes. So anyway, I've watched them all, but I've watched them. I, w I want to watch them the way you're watching them because I watched them as they were on. I think I potentially didn't watch season one when it was on and instead watched it. I think I watched season one and two like right after each other. Do some more? Love some more. Um, thank you. And so, and there's a lot that goes on in it and I don't really remember a lot of it when I get to the new season. So I'm going to have to rewatch it before the final season airs. Um, and um, it's so, so good. I'm on season two, uh, and there's two years has passed since the first season, which means that we we're now in 1921, which is 100 years ago. Which is so weird. I wonder if Tommy ever uh, expected a pandemic. <laughs> God. Well, there was a pandemic in 1920, so he didn't need to expect it. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, there was. Sorry. Um, history repeats itself. Big circle. Does that mean goes that, uh, round and round as Sherlock says? <laughs> a blue-eyed gangster is going to come knocking at my door. Uh, <laughs> it looks like Tommy Shelby. I uh, the door's open. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all that's open. Ew, 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 ew. Um. So yeah, hundred years ago. Oh, it's raining now. Um. Oh, yeah. Family business. I want to be a Shelby. Helen McCrory, rest in peace, is iconic as hell. What a true icon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anything else to say? Anything else? Oh yeah, it's 
there's two two um, years has passed between the first and the second season. So the kid that looked about nine in the first season is now like looking about sixteen. So I don't really know what's going on there. Well, we've had this conversation. We've had this conversation because I think um, kids age really weirdly. Yeah, of course basically. they do. Yeah. So I don't. I can never tell how old a child is. <laughs> um, like when I babysit for people, this girl's like, oh, I'm. I don't even know how old she is. She's told me I don't even know how old she is. I would have said she's about four, but she's at school, so that doesn't make any sense. And then, as you say, and another thing we watched, which we'll get into, he was like, he's 12, he looks about six in my head. So I just don't get child ages. I don't understand. But that's the big, children and stuff is the biggest indicator of time passing because Killian Murphy isn't going to age loads in two years. Not mm-hmm. noticeably enough for us to be like, that's been two years, brilliant. Yeah. He's got a slight crow's it's, foot there. So it's the same guy. It's the same actor. I don't know, but the character growing has... Is it the same guy? I didn't check. I think it is. I don't think they It would make sense it. to. But he looks about nine or ten in the first season, but he could be like... 13. A small 13-year-old. Mm. Um, likewise, he could have been ten then... And he's a very tall, grown-up, 14-year-old. And the thing is, if you're a Shelby, you know, he's, like, got a razor blade in his hat. So whether he's 14, 16, or 12, he's had to grow up pretty fast. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, we were talking about, potentially, how fantastic a series would be if you <laughs> did everything realistically. So, like, if, you're, if someone's being chased, they wouldn't be, like, you know, running away really nicely. It would be... It would be like proper screaming. If someone was like, go and kill that person, you'd be like, ooh, but can we just think about this? Do we really need to? Like, the moments before a, a horror movie begins and someone goes, what's going on in there? And then like, it goes into the weird house. You just don't go into the weird house. You go yeah. home and you call the police and you go. Or if you hear something like downstairs, you leave. I remember doing that once I was home alone and I thought there was something in the kitchen and I left. <laughs> I was like, I'm going, I'm going out. <laughs> Because who, like, I don't need to go down. Well, if there was someone down there, I'd be dead. But I think you've given these things a lot of thought. I have. Because I would be the worst person in these situations, which is why I'd never be a Shelby, because I just wouldn't have thought anything through. But I think you'd be, no, you'd still be weird, but you'd be... I'd, I'd be the worst least... Shelby, because they would all be walking in slow motion one way, and I'd be running the other way. It's not worth it. It's not I'd worth fall it. Fall over, you know... Like slow motion walking we said we'd forget to put the razor blades in the hat <laughs> so we'd like just be whacking <laughs> someone with a hat um and i would just be there to have i'd be like what? to smoke cigarette and have conversation yeah. i'd be like so yeah. i've got some tommy would be like i need you to sort out some business alex and i'll be like Ooh, okay <laughs> what business and he's like before we double when you get there and I'm like okay well I'd really like to have some parameter of understanding about what I'm getting into um I think like, I'd just be excited to take a weapon or is it like a fun thing yeah. <laughs> and he's like no it's family business and I'm like okay well that can mean many things anyway let's move on because the accent is deteriorating they've sort of they've sort of gotten into the group of their accents yeah, this is what now. I said yeah first season you just have to ignore the accents because they're all bad <laughs> even even Cillian Murphy he's the best yeah. but he is not good at the accent and then Woo! 
But his acting makes up for it, so it's fine. But the thing with his accent is that it might not be brummy, but it's... I can believe it. Mm. Whereas some people are like, Tommy! <laughs> and it's really, like, oh, cartoonish. I think Arthur's accent's the best. Yes. I think he's the one that has Joe it right Cole's from the beginning. Joe is, like, a lot from the beginning. John. A lot, good or bad. Right. As in... Like, it's, it's, it sounds... Brummy, but not to a Brummy, probably to like mm. people that aren't from Birmingham. It's like, oh, that's a Brummy accent, but it's not because it's just like if someone did a Scottish and was like, who, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's anyway, let's. I think Joe Cole went to a thing that I was at. Um, he did a talk and he gave a spoiler away, and everyone was like, oh no, <laughs> he's in Pure, which we spoke about in our last episode. I still I haven't watched that. No, that's not the one I'm going to watch, is it? It's Back to Life. Yeah, Back to Life season two is in the works. Speaking of things in the works, being continued and taken to the silver screen, I recently read The Midnight Library. My uncle bought it for me for Christmas by Matt Haig. And I really enjoyed it. Um, It's quite comforting. It deals with... uh, anxiety, depression, suicide, uh, but in quite a comforting way, does that make sense? So it's it's not like, it's not harsh, it's not sharp in any way, like it's quite cosy, mm, cosy's not the right word, but basically, Nora Seed is 35 and deeply unhappy in her life. She doesn't want to go on anymore and makes steps to no longer go on anymore. And then she finds herself in a library at midnight uh, and the, the clock's not changing. It's always, the her watch is always at midnight. It is, she looks at her watch and she's like, minutes have passed and it's still midnight. Um, her old <clears throat> librarian friend from school is the librarian in this library. Um, and basically, while she's in the library, she gets to try on all the different possibilities of her life uh, based on the small decisions that you make as a person. So each book is an alternate life. Um, and she's got a book of regrets, which is how she first starts to pick um, the stories. So sometimes, you know, she's got an ex that she didn't want to marry. Um, and her first regret is, I wish I'd married Dan she thinks that that would have sorted her life out and then you see that life with Dan and you realise it's not happy wow and the minute she feels disappointment in one of her alternate lives she's back at the library and there's an infinite amount um and obviously through trying out different lives she starts to realise that the decisions that she's made have gotten her to this point and no one knows how anything could have been how anything could have been different. And there's things that she's deeply regretful about and feels guilty about that she realizes through living an alternate life that weren't her fault. It would have happened anyway. It would have happened in a different way. There's some things that are out of her control. It's not because she's a bad person, it's because that's life and that's the universe. So it's deeply comforting to think that like and also maybe you could say existentially quite frightening, but like every decision we make takes our life in a different way, like sliding doors. Mm. You could miss your tube and then your life could be completely different. Um, 
you know, she, for example, spoilers, but she has a cat who dies um, the night before she um, attempts. And um, she thinks it's her fault for letting the cat out. So she says, I want a life where I was better owner, where I didn't let him out of the house. Um, and he didn't die and he died anyway like natural causes so like mm. no that sounds morbid no no but, but I, think, I think also like i mean i haven't read it but it feels like one of those things i do think there's a culture where we're so concerned with the past and the future mm. where we don't actually think about what's happening now like you can't change anything that's happened. Like it's happened, so yeah. you you have to leave it there. Like yeah. you can't continuously r- remind yourself and feel guilty and like beat yourself up about something that you did four years ago because mm-hmm. it's four years ago. It happened. You you know. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting premise for a book. I want to read it. Yeah, do do. You can have my. I'm just at home, but you can have my copy. Um, it's actually recently come out in paperback, so it might be easy to get your hands on mm. anyway. But um, I really enjoyed it, and it, it's gripping in a kind of like interesting way, and in that it's not like, oh my god, who did the murder? Let me find out. It's kind of like an intrigue in that will this be the right life for her? Will this be this, that, and the other? And she has different lives where she works in an animal shelter and has quite a gentle life. She's a rock star in one of them, she's an Olympic singer. A swimmer. (laughs) She works in an orchard in uh, California. She lives in Australia. Like, and she begins feeling quite rigid and stiff about the past and the feelings that she has about the past and the way that she's treated people and people have treated her. And actually, through living out these different worlds she can loosen up and she can relieve some of that weight and as she explores through the book of regrets that that gets lighter and its impact on her becomes uh less impeding it's really good i i really liked it and um i won't give any spoilers because you haven't you haven't read it but it's you can give spoilers i don't mind no i'm just try- i'm not going to give spoilers but i'm just trying to think of how to word what I'm trying to say, she realises by the end of it. Like, it's quite interesting because sometimes she'll have a perfect life or an amazing life. Like, she'll, you know, own three houses or something. But if something... And she can't decide when she feels disappointment in the, in the life. But as soon as she does, she kind of gets a tingly feeling and then she leaves. Um sometimes something that doesn't concern her and her life disappoints her so if by doing this someone else that's relatively distant from her life um is worse off in that situation she'll herself feel disappointment and then leave that so she's a deeply caring person so at the same time of feeling the release of not worrying about the past she's also really in tune with what she does find disappointing and what is the perfect life basically I don't want to give any spoilers but like what is the perfect life sort of thing yeah and also I feel like that's an interesting dynamic to create because you've got 
you've then got like disappointment as a it's not a bad feeling mm. you know it's just a feeling whereas yeah. i think disappointment is definitely a feeling that can be all consuming but if you're then like oh i'm gonna if every time i feel disappointed i'm gonna leave the life i'm in you're yeah. then like i do feel disappointed but i don't want to yes. go away from that feeling yes. i like i want to still be here that's really cool and um i mean you never know how long she's there for because the the clock never changes it's still it's always midnight in the library but she spends entire months and years in some of the scenarios so you know you can have you can be really happy with something for two years and then you feel disappointment and then mm. or there's there's an infinite amount so she's collecting and at the beginning she thinks it's her problem that she feels disappointment in these worlds but actually it's just a human thing yeah um and whatever the outcome you know like you're not a bad person if you don't enjoy your job Mm-mm. or if you fizz- if your friendship fizzles out with a person or if your cat dies um, really recommend. Yeah. So, and that's being made into a movie. Which, when I read it, I was like, that would be an interesting movie because you have someone thrown into really interesting situations mm. immediately. So visually, that would be cool. Mm, very cool. Sounds great. Yeah. I'll put it on my reading list. I'm reading a book really slowly at the moment. I'm not going to talk about it until I finish it because I actually don't have that much to say. <laughs> um. So we watched, we've actually watched two, three quite big films mm. in the last week, um, week and a half. Um, I got a Now TV free trial to watch Promising Young Woman, so that's facilitated a lot of um Yes, so viewing. Promising Young Woman, maybe we should start with that. Mm. Promising Young Woman is available on Now TV. Um, you can get a seven day free trial. Um, the cinema pass um and you can buy it or you can get the free trial and delete it and cancel it straight away and you'll still have access to um the movies for a week without having to worry that money's going to come out of your account um so we watched promising young woman i've i'd already seen it um but then we watched it together and (laughs) so we did actually speak about promising young woman yeah Um, we did i can't remember when like last year i think crazy um or at the beginning of this year um i can't remember but um that was before we'd seen it <laughs> um, well it was more it wasn't about the film it was about the one view comment yeah. mm. um which having watched the film twice literally don't know where he's coming from <laughs> at all Kerry mulligan is so good in it honestly amazing but that doesn't matter if you're a woman does it that's the point oh what was i reading Oh, so I've, this is, sorry, a bit off, off on a tangent. I'm, I'm watching The Crown at the moment, and I'm now on the last season, where Margaret Thatcher's in it. And I googled, because there's such a, like, oh, it really frustrates me, in The Crown, there's such a dynamic between the two women. So I googled it, and I was like, there are so many articles about whether they were friends, no no male prime minister was there ever articles about whether he and the queen got on obviously churchill because she said that he was her favorite in terms of like companion to speak to he was her first prime minister whatever 
But there's never like mm. interest in whether they were friends, did Do they hate each, each other's other? Hair? Like, yeah. They, you know, female rivalry. It's so annoying. Like, who cares if they got on? Yeah. Who cares? Like, why are we yeah. so interested in this relationship? It's just because they're two women. Well, like with um, Theresa May, she went on the one show with her husband and they spoke about her shoe collection. Which is just a distraction ta- t- tactic. Like, but also, that, she benefited from that because it distracted from what she was not and not doing. But anyway. But like, it's just, oh, it infuriates mm. me because, and I think the crown is quite good at actually staying neutral in a lot of things. Like it presents things. It's not villainizing anyone. Um, it's just presenting people interacting with each other. But then suddenly we get into this season and the first episode is all like oh yeah she was nice like oh uh, it's like suddenly a very different dynamic like the queen is behaving very different she's gonna come over for a sleepover tomorrow and we're gonna have a pillow fight like it's, it's just like who i yeah that annoys me anyway that was a bit of a tangent i need to go to the toilet it's okay Continue. i'm just gonna um but yeah that's a whole other thing um would recommend the crown it's fantastic acting i have some opinions about the acting, but oh, while well, she's in the loo, I'm gonna talk about it. Um, yeah, because obviously they change um, cast. You've got what's her name, Claire Foy and Tobias Menzies, and no, Claire Foy and Matt Smith in the first one, and then Olivia Coleman and Tobias Menzies in the second two. Um, Claire Foy is fantastic. Matt Smith is good, like he's great, and then. Yeah, to the second lot. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman's always good. I think she plays the Queen very differently. Um, there are interviews where she talks about having looked at Claire Foy's portrayal of the Queen and having taken stuff from that. I don't think that's evident. I think actually there's a lot of difference. Whereas Tobias Menzies doesn't get spoken about enough because he's fantastic. He's like honestly fantastic he's so underrated what annoys me is that in the first bit it was matt smith and claire foy and then in the second it's olivia coleman and helen bonham carter both great actresses but tobias menzies is always just slipping under the radar and i don't know why he's absolutely fantastic he was in the almeida um the hunt which is a a fantastic film danish film and b it was amazing like a truly amazing play but he's so good and no one talks about him enough. He didn't win anything for it. It's tragic, absolutely tragic. Um, and then now we're at Gillian Anderson and I don't know whether I like her portrayal of Maggie Thatcher, but um, that's only because she has a very distinct voice and then she, so she feels like she's putting on a voice for this. It's a bit, it's a bit caricature but anyway, now you're back. We can talk about Promising Young Women. I just yeah. thought I'd spout about the crown. Would recommend, but I would recommend The Hunt more um because that's all this show is isn't it yeah anyway so promising young woman what did you think it's really interesting because it's like and i i was sad when it ended not because i'm sad it ended but i was sad because of the outcome of the film but also it's like really like empowering at the same time which I think is important in that like when we see it's a film about uh, revenge and 
violence and brut brut brutality against women, um, which can be difficult to watch as women, and more dif even more difficult sometimes when it's depicted as uh, solely victimising a woman. So like we only want to have women-centred stories when it's a woman. What am I trying to say? Like the amount of crime shows that we've watched and they're like really okay with showing like a dead woman's body. And like it, usually the inciting incident is the death of a woman. But this is empowering in that it's in the face of this horror that so many people experience. Oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, sorry. I, I, when we finished it, I was speechless. I didn't really know what I thought. I couldn't, I was trying to process it. I think the, for me, the <clears throat> most fantastic thing about the film is it's so complicated. Yes. Um, not in terms of plot. It's, you know, it's relatively straightforward as a plot. Um, it's chronological. It's, you know, it's not complicated to follow, but there's, there's no simple emotion in it. It's not. I think one of the most incredible things about the writing, and it's written by Emerald Fennell, who's fantastic, it's very easy to dumb down an emotion because most of the time, if you're feeling an emotion, it's not the only emotion you're feeling. Mm -hmm. There's something else. Mm -hmm. There's a remnant of another emotion that you were just feeling. There's the sort of bubbling up of an emotion that you're about to feel there's three different things going on in like in your processing of an event it's never just I'm sad it's mm. and she captures that mm. exquisitely like it's honestly but I guess the thing the product of that is that you're left feeling quite um confused not in terms of like mm -hmm. i don't know i i don't know how to feel it's i don't know what i'm feeling yeah, there are so many things going on i didn't feel so much like that as you did like when i left when i when i left <laughs> when i finished it the first time i was so empowered i was like fuck yeah that it was fantastic but then the following, the over the course of the next week, things would come, it would start infiltrating everything. Like new things would come up. I'd be, I'd be having a conversation about food and then I'd be like, oh, and also when this happened, that was fantastic. Or, oh, when this happened, I hated when that was, I, I didn't know what to feel when this took place. Like it was a lot, but. I think Fantastic. in quite a good way, it's quite disorientating in terms mm -hmm. of like it's not telling you how to feel about the situation and it's not telling you how the people feel about the situation, which I think is important in any story, but especially about especially a story that centres around a strong female character, which we've discussed before, mm -hmm. but like the complexity of that and the that can be quite disorientating, disorientating, because it is something that we feel deeply, you know, like it's quite a universal fear and threat and experience. 
you think you've got ideas and thoughts about these things, but then they present it in a way where it's just like, yeah, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. And the sort of the complexities of humans, not just emotions, but Cassie, who's the main character played by Carrie Mulligan, she does a lot of questionable things mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. It's not a simple, she's great, like, yeah. I support everything she's doing. I support her as a character. I question some mm-hmm. of her um, actions. The same with, we've spoken a lot about, the. there are kind of, there's a main guy in it, played by Bo Burnham, and he's fantastic in it. Um, and if you want to watch, I would recommend everyone watch it. Um, if you don't want spoilers, maybe skip forward three minutes. Um, yeah, big fat spoiler alert here. Ah, ah, ah. Continue. Yeah, so basically, Bo Burnham's character, he is great throughout the whole film. And then you find out that, that he knew something um, and he didn't do anything about it. And then there's sort of the question of if you're a, uh observer in an event, how implicated are you? Um... And also the question of do you do you always uphold people by past actions when they're in a, when they haven't done anything? Obviously, if someone perpetrates a sexual assault, then you're not you're potentially not gonna be like, but you've changed. But people who didn't actually commit anything, those observers, if you were his excuses, he was young, he was a kid, he didn't know what was going on, he was drunk, whatever. Do you continuously hold him accountable for that? Which then later on in the film when he has another moment where he can do something and he doesn't, then it's a case of, right, well, you had that moment where if you had done something, potentially it could have been like you were a fucking idiot and you were an arsehole and you were an absolute example of a man, but you, you know, you had, you you turned it around at the end. He doesn't do that. And he is, there's a kind of mirrored uh storyline with another guy who was a lawyer at the time of the event and he was the guy that was trying to get um the victim to not take it to court to basically comb he combed through her emails her bins her social media or not social media but um would be combing through social media to try and find drunk photos and anything incriminating yeah but when she but now he is like, you know, I, I've been waiting for this day. I will never forgive myself. I am taking a sabbatical. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I feel terrible. I remember her name. I know the case you're talking about. I, like, it, it's complete turning over a new leaf. Like, he is not that person anymore. And I think by having those two stories side by side, it sort of gets rid of that I guess, excuse of, well, I've changed. And it's like, well, you can only tell if someone's changed when they're then put in a position yeah. where they get to do the same thing and they do do well, the same thing. speak louder than words, don't they? So. Yeah, and I think that's really interesting because I didn't come out of the film. I know, I read an article where it was like, it's a fantastic film um, and it's not man-hating. It doesn't hate on men. It hates on the men that perpetrate these crimes. And it's true, like... 
the, there are great male characters in it. The dad's fantastic. He has the most heartbreaking scene where he talks about, um, oh, I've missed you. I miss your friend, but I've missed you. You've been here, but you haven't been yourself. You've got the lawyer. Like, it's n you can't kind of put it in a box. Like, I think people try yeah. when when there are female empowerment and stories and stories about violence against women there are those people that try and be like yeah but not all men and like men met like it's just man hasty this isn't it's not at all actually it's really yeah. empowering for great for good people it empowers good people it doesn't and it vilifies the villains yeah as simple as that it's great yeah i mean she's deeply upset with everyone really everyone that was silent everyone that circulated stuff afterwards everyone that said that the victim was lying. Mm. And they're, they're not all men that do that. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes the harshest audiences are women. Yeah. So it's also analysing that. Fantastic soundtrack. Fantastic soundtrack. Also love that you don't see the event. There's a yeah. Big, there is yeah. a part of the story is that there is a video of what happened. And you see Cassie watch it and you hear, for plot reasons, you hear the video but you don't see it. Yeah, and, and yeah, and as, as a video, it's it's at a party, so there's music and there's voices, you can't hear any pain. It's not like trauma porn, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Which I am so sick of. Yeah. Um, I, um, it's quite interesting because for one of my modules, I have to, I'm, I'm, I was watching, I kind of watched Promising Young Woman for that. I didn't really, but I'm saying that I did watch it for this reason. Um, but I also watched um, the 1988 film The Accused with Jodie Foster in, and she won an Oscar for her performance in it. That is the complete opposite mm. in the sense that there is, you see mm. everything and it's quite a long scene. It also questions the role of the observer because basically, a quick summary of the film, it's very good. Um, she's, something happens to, Sarah, who's Jodie Foster, and sh her lawyer says, oh, we've gone way over, oh well. Um, her lawyer says, oh, um, do you want them to go to jail? Because there's no evidence for, for rape, but um, unlawful acts gets the same sentence. And basically they, these three guys goes to jail but not for rape for something else and she's really pissed off about it and she's like you're taking my voice away from me whatever so then this lawyer starts focusing on the other guys there and finds a way to put them on trial for instigating the crime basically they were cheering and being like you go next and you go next and you don't see it until one person goes on trial uh, one of the witnesses is called and he was there but didn't take part um and he observed this is the point there's a difference between watching and not knowing what to do and encouraging and there are these three men who are basically telling these other three guys to gang rape a woman and then there's him who doesn't know what to do because it's his friend one of his mates is doing it and he that's very he's quite a small man so he there's not really anything that he can do and he goes on he basically gives evidence against these men and during his description it, you go on a flashback and it's a very long scene of the event and i 
for the purpose of this film, think it's really interesting because there's it's showing that there's a difference between not doing anything because you don't think that you can do anything, but then when the time he calls the police and says something's happened after and then gives evidence and then there's the three guys but then there's the difference between the three guys who are actually encouraging it and pushing these other guys to do it. And the kind of point of that is that the prosecution are like, but the, but she was drunk and she was dancing, like she wanted it. That's what, the, like, the, the guys didn't know that she wasn't up for it. And this guy's sitting there and like, I knew she was drunk. I knew that she had, was high. I knew that she was doing like a really sexy dance for someone that she fancied. I knew that she was making out, but at not one point did I think she wanted that to happen mm. to her. Like, it's just not an excuse to say that, oh, we no. think we thought that she wanted it because there was someone there who was like, no, she didn't. Like, yeah. and I'm not a woman and I'm not, you know, because people seem to disregard female observers as being like, yeah, but you're just, it's the sister. And it's like, well, no, it's not at all. It's just right from wrong. Anyway, that's kind of on a tangent. But the point of that story is you don't always need to see it. And I think the accused, it's quite difficult to watch. I like the fact that in Promising Young Women, it's not shown because you don't need to show it you don't you know you don't need to have seen it to believe that the, the implication of a threat is frightening enough yeah it's weighty enough and we I, don't need to see it we don't and like if we're dealing with an aftermath and there's someone that's this angry and this hurt and this disrupted by something i don't need to see it to know that it happened no. you know anyway that went a bit the most, yeah, exactly. The most hurtful elements of people that were there or knew about it, retrospectively not giving a fuck. Mm. That hurts more than having to see it occur. But yeah. yeah, no. So watch. Yeah, get your trial. Get your free trial. Send there's also free trial. There's also some great films on there, so you can definitely make use of the free trial. Well, we've gone way over. Yeah. We've had weeks of stuff to... We didn't even get through everything. Talk about. See you next week. Yeah. Um, you got any other plans for the rest of the day? No, I need to do some work, but that's kind of it. What about you? Yeah, work. I'll probably go into town. Stretch my legs. Mm. That'd be nice. Do some uh, browsing for something that's happening mm. at some point this month. I don't know. Happy May, everyone. Yeah. Happy, happy month of three milkings. Yes, and happy first day back to Fridge Magnets. We all know that you were sitting in anticipation <laughs> for this. Um, yeah, that's all for this week. We will see you next week. Have a lovely weekend. Have a lovely week. And don't forget to milk your cow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do some family business. Yes, yeah, sort out the family business. <laughs> Peaky fucking blinders. Peaky fucking blinders. Oh, that would... <laughs>